We're all very different people. We're not Watusi. No. We're not Spartan. She doesn't even go here. We're American. It's the feeling good all the time. We're the capital A, huh? Rock, flag, and eagle, right, Charlie? We are the wretched refuge. Jerry, you know this guy eats poop, right? We're mutts. Hi, 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 uh, blokes and folks. Today we are talking Child LaBeouf, Bill Hader, Ben Affleck, and a boatload more. This was a crazy weekend. Green beer, busted brackets, Retriever Nation, down goes Michigan State. This is March. This is madness. This is Sparta. <laughs> this is the Pool Boy Podcast. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> it is Monday, March 19th. I'm Henry O'Shea, joined by, joined by my brother from another mother, Jack Neuheisel. Hey, hey. And my actual biological brother, Jack O'Shea. This is madness. Let's get rocking and rolling. Jackie Boy started off uh, Shia LaBeouf. Okay, so Shia LaBeouf, everybody's favorite everyman. Uh, you might know him from uh, Transformers. You might know him from Holes. You might know him from just you know the kid down the street because he's he's everybody. Yeah. So he is kind of going off the deep end. He is now making a movie uh, called Honey Boy, which is based on his childhood nickname from his mother about his life as a child actor growing up. Here's the little twist. Okay. I, I love a good <laughs> twist. I love a little twist. The twist is he's going to play his law-breaking alcohol drug addicted father he's actually playing the dad mm-hmm. he's playing the father whoa yeah in, in prep for this i read this article I, I was blown away by it it's like so weird to go into this place because he's a method guy also yeah so he's basically going to be living as his father yeah like wasn't he the guy who was cutting his face up went for uh fury he I, that was, like, sounds actually like something cutting he'd his do. face fury well, was by the way fury was good people forgot about that movie. people forgot about fury way too quick it, was it wasn't cool. that great but people okay. forgot about it too quick pretty cool fury, but so, Shia, fury was real for, <laughs> for shia though because I, I looked into this uh movie because i saw the same thing apparently his dad this is his dad, like what he his dad did. His dad was a former clown and recovering heroin addict. Jesus. So Do he's you the know bad a guy scarier combo? from Airbud. He's the bad guy from Airbud. <laughs> is that guy doing heroin in Airbud? I assume so. He Where's the rage like coming yeah. from, my but man? But what a terrifying combo. He, at this very moment, or when, when whenever he sort of put those labels on him, he was not currently a clown or current user using heroin, but oh. on his rap sheet, it was just, I just love the fact that it's like, I'm a rap sheet. Yeah. Here's some things about me. I used to be a clown. I used to be addicted to heroin. I'm just picturing a clown buying I'm heroin. I'm new in town. I'm new in town. I'm picturing a clown buying heroin and it's like, whoa. But so I looked, also looked in, uh, a little bit deeper into this thing. The, uh, the boy, like the kid is the kid from Manchester by the sea, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is funny. Cause I think that kid's like six, three isn't Shia mm-hmm. Like, it's like, what, when are you Shia? Yeah. Shia? That's interesting. Yeah. When was Shia you? But also it, uh, it's supposed to be, it's like, it's his life growing up during the Even Steven years, mm-hmm. but it's fictionalized. So it's not his life, right? I think it's dramatized, but I feel like his life of all lives yeah. are, are, are something where it's like, <laughs> you, the amount of times in Child Buff's life where somebody said, you can't make this shit up. Yeah. He's pretty nuts. <laughs> He's, By the way. Do you guys know have more information on this than I do? Is he like like I didn't realize he was such a rock star as a young child star. I just thought he was having even Stevens and having fun. I don't know if he was a rock star. I think he was just like like the, a Hollywood kid. Have you ever heard the wanted. Drew Barrymore stories? Well, she yeah, was, Drew she Barrymore was, was doing below baller. when she was nine years yeah, old. She was pretty was baller. Like, what so, the fuck? So Who was giving I, it to her? What I know about Shia LaBeouf? Yeah, what was she getting? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Blame the adults. Um, Shia LaBeouf. I know that like he he has like a pretty crazy like origin story of just like his. I think his dad wasn't super around, and his mom was like they're on welfare and they were living okay. like you know skipping rent and and moving and move. They were kind of the pursuit of happiness type thing, getting him to 
uh, auditions and stuff. And mm-hmm. then I'm not sure if it was the type of thing where like his parents stole money from him. But I think there was something it's weird. It's one of those. Oh, okay. It's, it's like a where, low hand. Yeah, once he made it, it was that kind of problem. Yeah. I also, it's funny you say that this is part of his like uh, his downward downward uh, spiral. Because mm-hmm. in my mind, I think, I think in his mind, Shia LaBeouf, this is like his comeback. This is like the first step to, because I know he made like oh, last week, like a big apology being like, I fucked up, man. Like, I fucked up. <laughs> yeah, he's I'm just- looking in the mirror. I know I did it. Like, it was like he had like a whole thing being like, the past couple years have been crazy. And this is part of his like, He's written this movie because I know he wrote this movie and then he posted it on what is it like Blacklist or something? The Blacklist is yeah. So it's that that website where you post scripts that no one's made and people are like, make the script. All no, what what it is is uh, the Blacklist is what agent assistants who have to read all the scripts. It's the best scripts that they've made. So only they vote. Oh, interesting. The best scripts that have been written that they've read that haven't been made into a movie yet. Gotcha. Because apparently he uh, wrote it and posted it to that. And used like a pseudonym. His pseudonym was Otis Lort. And then it was like <laughs> okay. people people loved it and they had to make it. I don't buy that at all. No. I don't think this this one stood out. Maybe maybe it did, but I don't know. I read that and I was like, get get the fuck out. This is classic Shia. Classic Shia. Classic Shia. Shia. My question to you guys is so he picked Manchester by the Sea. If someone's making a biopic on your life right now, yeah. who do you want to play? Henry and who do you want to play well, Jack? It's a bummer because it's like it's interesting. You know, there's yeah. so much stuff At what together. point in my life are we tuning into? Yeah. By the way, also it's a whole life biopic. Okay, whole life. God. You, you can pick various actors. Do you want? Do you can. You pick- know what? It, I'm going to say the majority of the story gets told after my 30th birthday, uh, and it's going to be Greg Kinnear. It's going to be Greg Kinnear. Greg Kinnear. Going older. I'm going to need Greg Kinnear playing me. Okay. Going older. Pretty good. I would love just like he doesn't look like me at all. We're not even going for that. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd's Henry O'Shea. A poor man's Henry O'Shea. Paul Rudd. A poor man's Henry O'Shea. <laughs> Walking around, doing his Paul Rudd thing. That was me. Give it to I, me, Jackie. In my day, I was a lot like who, Paul Rudd. Who, I want people who to think that. has the honor to carry I was the gonna, John Charles O'Shea John title Cena. character? I was going to say Jaden Smith because <laughs> while I know we... Just the way he captures a character. We look different. Yeah. I just don't know if anybody can really... And shame on you. Shame on you for thinking any otherwise. No one's going to be able to do it but Jaden. Yeah, exactly. Race be damned. Yeah, if you're going to make it, you might as well make it right. You might as well make it right. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. No shortcuts. (laughs) The people who play my parents probably aren't going to be black actors. I am thinking Greg Kinnear. Greg Kinnear as well. Okay. And and Tia Leone. So, but. (laughs) Gotta be Tia Leone. If she's available. If she's available. If she's available. But staying true to my life story. Jaden Smith will not have like a he was adopted thing. We're just going to sort of everyone's just going to go with it. Ignore it. Just go with it. Ignore the fact that he clearly isn't their child. My mother, poor man's Tia Leone, Catherine Mm -hmm. Keener. Catherine Keener. Catherine Keener's great. Good stuff. Um, Moving on, right? Moving on. Uh, Bill Hader this week hosted SNL. Did you guys see any of it? I saw the Stefan stuff. So he, uh, yeah, so we did Which Stephon. cool, cool to have that character mm-hmm. back. So I, they played the hits, which yeah. is what they should do, yeah. Yeah. right? Like with Will Ferrell, I almost thought they didn't play the hits enough. Like we still watched it. It was good, but mm-hmm. like do, we, the, do the cheerleader bit. Do the, do yeah, the, yeah. Who's that Spartan in my TP? Yeah, exactly. It's me. Like it's they, me. They did the piano one, which was great. <laughs> that, that was the Will Ferrell one. But, but they, you, I guess the announcer now isn't as funny because people just don't remember Harry Carey. But like that stuff yeah, would have been guess, great. Yeah, no, no, but he has enough. And they didn't quite do that. So they did with Bill Hader. They did a new uh, Californians bit. California. So Fred Armstead came back, and that's always great. <laughs> no matter what, that's funny. They did a another Stefan bit, like you were saying. 
People fucking love that. <laughs> I love it too. It's good every time. People he, lose it. Over whenever that. you see him starting to break down, it's just immediately the funniest thing. Well, that's ever. the best part because everyone you want to be in on the joke. Yeah. You want to be like, oh, like we're laughing too. <laughs> and apparently, like, you know, it was always like John Mulaney was the writer, and like Bill Hader wouldn't know. He'd be like the hottest new club, and then like something would pop up, and he would have never seen it before. So it's like his genuine reaction. And you can always really tell that. But there's a bunch of other skits. They had, like John Goodman. There was like a actually a funny Jurassic Park one. The Jurassic Park one's great because that, that's one of the. They need to do more of that. It's it's almost like I bet they don't do it because it's just so simple. So the Jurassic Park one, if you haven't seen it, was it's they do it every now and then where it's like, okay, the lost tapes, people auditioning for Jurassic Park. And so they'll just have <laughs> 20 people doing their best 20 celebrity impressions okay. auditioning. So there's like an Ellen DeGeneres and Adam Sandler. Yeah. Okay. And um but Bill Hader did the guy from MASH. Alan Alda. <laughs> Alan Arkin. Al- Al- Alan Alda? It's all Alda. Yeah. But he absolutely kills it. But that's the thing. It's like, it makes no sense. It's just yeah. like, he has a great Alan Alda impression. <laughs> Let's have him do it. But they need, I think they need to do that more. Cause it's like, what are they doing in the audition tapes? Are they just like pretending to be hanging yeah, out with dinosaurs? Kind of. Honestly, yeah. It ranges from like them. Like, actually, a good one was Hugh Grant. And the guy's like, hey, hey, excuse well, that guy, me. Oh, just a very charming. Rather large teeth. My favorite one was when they had somebody play Wesley Snipes. And then uh, <laughs> all, pretty all, good. the yeah. only thing he read was, uh, 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 that's not the magic word. Yeah. Or something like that. It was just a random dress. <laughs> that was but, um, he also did a really weird wheelchair sketch. I don't even know if it's worth watching. Bill Hader plays like this like 90-year-old guy dating a younger girl, but he's like, can't move or anything. <laughs> and he's just in the wheelchair going, ah, like the entire sketch. That's like grandmother clowns. It was grandmother like, Yeah, it's like, who is this for? Weird stuff. But um, it really, I, like, it made me just think, that no one on SNL, like Bill Hader, when he was on SNL, it was worth watching because no matter what, even if it's not a funny sketch, Bill Hader's going to be awesome. Yeah. Like, he's Will Ferrell had that super too. Funny. Will Ferrell did that too. Like, the, the, who is there anyone like that on SNL right now? I don't think so, right? Like, I love Kyle and Beck. Yeah, there are guys I like, but they don't they bring don't that to the scene. They don't give them the front. Yeah. They don't like, give I them love the... Taron Killam. Yeah. That, yeah. Beck? But, but, you know, he doesn't bring that much to the table. Exactly. Beck is the current one who I think when whenever he's in a sketch or whatever, it's just like he can Beck's make a not funny sketch funny just with like his just natural delivery mm-hmm. and stuff i think kate mckinnon's definitely the one who's like oh you're yeah, yeah, 100 yeah. but but she doesn't automatically make it funny yeah like she can no, be in, in, in a bad sketch uh, sing a songwriter is the dream party clown is the reality oh, is the reality <laughs> they need to change it up moving uh-huh. on new ben affleck uh benny affleck uh is in any boy this weekend benny after uh, working out for an upcoming movie was spotted with his shirt off. Like working out, working out. Like I think it was like working out for a, a bit. He's on the beach and uh, results. Uh, he's coming along. Okay, he's, he's trying. To, he's working on that revenge body. For pretty Jennifer big Gardner. for Batman. Fingers Got crossed for them huge. too. Uh, but he had a same tattoo that was spotted first in 2015. It's this massive, like colorful dragon. phoenix nice. dragon like creature being reborn this was first spot in 2015 and he said no, no no this is temporary it's just for something i'm filming right now don't think anything of it and now three years later it's like holy shit ben you got that tattoo on it and the idea behind it i guess is the phoenix symbolizes rebirth and mm. rising oh. from the ashes of course sure, and sure. he got this right after him and jennifer gardner got divorced um jeez but just a gnarly tattoo no, you, you guys seen it yeah yeah i've seen it if you haven't seen it you gotta look it up it's like no matter how big you think it is it's bigger 
Like the, it's his entire back. It's his entire like, the back like to is the point a big canvas. Where like his waistline cuts off some of it. Oh yeah. I'm not I'm not totally convinced. It does, a like, shirt doesn't just cover it. You yeah, need yeah. A, one of those long shirts that like Justin Bieber wears. The Kanye shirt. shirt Do you yeah. think it creeps yeah. down onto his buttocks? Oh, I think I it can, complete wrap around. I, th- well, I think it gets all the way back to his thigh. Comes around the thigh. Yeah. Yeah. Artistic. Our weights and conditioning coach in football one year. I forget his name, Mikey. Do you remember that guy's name? What was the the he was the act the one who was actually like jacked? Craig? Not Craig. Not Craig. Uh, there's like one jacked dude who had he was always wearing sweats, and then he kind of revealed from his right ankle all the way up to his left shoulder, he had a <laughs> green spiraling dragon tattoo Sick. that that went or like like it wrapped around his back and went like around his stomach and then like it like s- was swirling over him and then finally at one point it's like fuck it and he just started wearing like a t-shirt and, and regular shorts <laughs> my god that's such a bold to get Dude, that much so to cool. commit that hard to it but, but the for color, a yeah, color right. tattoo is like oh by the way i now like can't wear this color oh, shirt good, because goodbye. it doesn't match my skin. Now. Goodbye linen shirts. Goodbye. See oh, you later. See, see you never linen shirts. I, I already love, I love linen shirts. I, I already don't want, like wearing like linen shirts because you can kind of see the nips through them. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you got a it's a, basically one giant nipple on your back. But uh, so by the way, you guys are kind of tattoo guys, right? I'm not. A, like, a, I'm not a big tattoo guy. Like yeah. I, I will never probably get a tattoo. I'm I've a never. I never really sure. got tattoos. My fantasy is like, let's get a bunch of tattoos. You, you, you guys both want though? full sleeves. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean. Like, I don't know like, what. And if you could really commit and buy out, like if I just said, boom, stop thinking about money because it's taken care of. Here's yeah. a billion dollars. You would get it. you'd both get tatted out of your faces. I right? tats. Yeah. I wouldn't need a billion dollars. I need like <laughs> I need like two hundred and fifty dollars. Like a couple okay. grand. Yeah. Regard. But anyway, so I I was like looking up what other celebrities had some kind of similar crazy tattoos that like mm-hmm. you, you just don't think about. You was the dumbest tattoo really quick. You was the dumbest tattoo. Remember when the people would get uh, the mustache? The thing mustache right here? one. And it was yeah. like, oh, because it looks cool in Snapchat a few times. <laughs> and then guess what? You have it for life, you son of a bitch <laughs> you bought a live strong bo- bracelet this was a fad for what you glued it to your skin it'll yeah. never be off sorry for interrupting no good that's the kind of stuff i'm talking about so yeah. can you guys think of any specific celebrities like the ones i've got oh i got one i got harry styles has a big butterfly on his chest ha uh ed sheeran have you seen the lion tattoo on his chest dude, his, no. ed sheeran's are bad. jackie pull it up right now They're so you can bad. look at it it's insane dude it's dude, insane slice stallone <laughs> Has like a similar Phoenix kind of thing going on. <laughs> Sly Stallone has like all the right peck of something. It looks epic. It's like a tribal, like the rock what almost. The hell? Oh, I don't, Dude, I, I don't look, understand. You, it's something about being so yatted up, about being just so juiced. I feel like you you're, you need ink. You need to ink it. You, you crave it's just it. too good of a canvas. You yeah. got to cover it. Here's a little bit of advice for uh, people getting who want to get tattoos. Do not get, because I'm looking at Ed Sheeran right now. I've seen AJ McCarron. <laughs> Do not get yeah. oh, brutal. a tattoo in the middle of your chest. It never looks good. Yeah. It never. <laughs> Don't work out from in. Don't work into out. Exactly. Do yeah. not, but like the where like the pecs meet or whatever, you just do not. The old sternum? The sternum. You look stupid. I mean, he has a, a line in the middle of his chest. It's ridiculous. And it's so colorful. Yeah, the colors. It's like it's, if you're that it, pale. He's forever wearing an Ed Hardy shirt. <laughs> he can't get away That's from it. That's what that. it is. Wow. Totally. But um, so, yeah, uh, Zayn this past weekend, he got that big rose tattoo on the got. back of his head. He went straight freaking, uh, what's, head the, what's the movie? Uh, help me out. Uh, Lords of Dogtown. He's got the big zipper oh, head tat. That's like the gnarliest tat ever. Yeah. But that's zipper real. And that, and, and that guy's that's, already in for a while. That's J-Boy yeah, Adams. That's J-Boy. R.I.P., baby. <laughs> he's so real. He's the realist. Yeah. Oh, dude, he's got a rose. <laughs> he's too real for me. He's way too I real can, for I me. can't get that real. Yeah. Dude, he, he can't, Zayn can't cover this rose tattoo with a hat. No. 
You, and, you, and, you, I don't know what the rules are on hair either. Can you grow hair now? And dude, yeah, that? no, you can grow. You okay. can grow. And dude, he can't. He can't uh, wear a hat anyway because it's just the stem coming out. So it will look like he has a rat tail. Yeah. Wow. Zane, you idiot. <laughs> Stupid so, Zane. Mistakes. Celebrity tattoos. There you go. Moving on, Jackie Boy, Dom Hall Gleason. So Dom Hall Gleason, he plays General Hux. He's the red. The Republic will <laughs> never again. Who I want to be the primary villain. From now on, just because I think he, he crushes it, and I think they're butchering Kylo, even though I love he's great the dude who plays him, Mr. Driver, Mr. Dradam Driver. Um, but so General Hux, uh, Dom Hall Gleason recently said in an interview that he hopes if they bring him back for the last episode, which like let's of be real, of are. course they're bringing you back. He's like the dude. <laughs> they brought back Leia after she died. The yeah, actress you're right. died. You're, right. you're gonna be back. She's guy. still here. She's she. They didn't kill her in this <laughs> yeah. movie. Um, which is just bananas if you think about it. Um, <laughs> just nuts. Uh, but Dom Hall Gleason says he wants, uh, if they bring him back, he wants uh, General Hux to have some more comedy moments. I hate that. I totally disagree. Yeah, because we. I think been... that's so funny that he's like, <laughs> I need more punchlines. They're not giving me enough material. They're giving it all to Kylo. He's acting like this is Dev Comedy Jam, and he's not getting enough minutes. Yeah. It's and like, you're dude, fucking General Hux. What is supposed to be funny about your dude, character? Dude, he was so good in the first one because he was so intense. <laughs> he was his scary. face was just always he was just yelling. He was all red. It was like, dude, this guy climbed the ladder because he's fucking evil. <laughs> and then the second one, it's like, this nah. shit matters to him. He's like the whipping. Everyone's just he's the whipping boy. Dude, you can't have like the 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 whatever the first order. Right? That's the bad yeah. news, right? First order. The first order, like, if Kylo's going to be this one where you're like, is he good? Is he bad? We don't know thing. You need to have someone who is the fucking Hitler. Who yeah. is just like yeah. the, he is scary as fuck no, totally. and he's evil and he really believes Snoke's what he's saying. Snoke's gone now, okay? Snoke's gone. Snoke's gone. He's not coming back. We're, we're not he trying to fucking okay. humanize you, General Hux. Yeah. You're supposed to be the bad guy. You're supposed to be easy to hate. God. And yeah. you're good at it. Kylo just <laughs> tossed his butt around a little bit at the end of that. That was a bummer. Dom Hall, though. I love Dom Hall Gleason. Dom Hall gets every good role. What a name, too, by the way. In Hollywood. I love that we know it. But I think it's kind of a, they're sort of Disneyfying it, too, where it's like, it's fun for the whole family. There's going to be some drama. There's going to be some action. It's what they do with the Marvel. There's going to be some laughs. There's going to be some laughs. It's going to be what they do with the Marvel superhero, which I don't like because of the, the new trend where it's like, you need one of those like, oh, that's great laughs. Yeah. In all of these action movies. And it's usually that I can't think of any right now, but it's usually the dumbest, softest joke ever. Yeah. That the the dad sitting behind you is like, oh, that's rich. It's the uh, the reason I like Guardians of the Galaxy a lot because that role is kind of Batista, the blue guy, and he yeah. nails it. And yeah. He absolutely, he nails absolutely it. crushes. He's it. like You're the only right. one who's actually nailed that role because you're totally right. They usually drive me bonkers. So, you know, you know what the the joke always is? It's always like a uh, generation gap joke where it's like yeah. a guy being like, wait a minute, you're on the tweeter. Yeah. And it's like, oh, what an idiot. What an idiot. Behind the times. It's like uh, in fucking Black Panther, the girl goes, what are those? And it's like, yeah. dude, that is a Vine thing that yeah. I'm sorry. I don't think is that funny. I'm just such a crump. I'm also hungover. But by the way, though, to your point, uh, the DVD stuff just all got released uh, for mm -hmm. Star Wars. So on there, Criterion? there are 14 deleted scenes. Okay. Okay, so I went up and read an article that was described basically each scene because the, the the headline of the article would make you believe that there was like plot points that got held back in the deleted scenes, but mm -hmm. you can go on and like learn more about the story. So it's like, oh, freaking cool! This is where the whole movie went. When they, you mentioned this, they I deleted it. No, I, I immediately like, thought like, okay, this is why like the movie was good. The movie they was good. These they took out. these scenes out, and now we've all been screwed. Yeah. The director's cut's real. So <laughs> I only read six scene, scene descriptions. Okay. 
all of them are absolutely brutal. None of them are very Ridiculous. good. Yeah, none of them are anything noteworthy at all. A couple that you guys are going to really like. There was one where when Finn first boards the ship, Poe like brings him up to speed with like Laura Dern's being a big bitch and all this shit is yeah, supposed to be happening. Yeah. In that scene, Poe's supposed to give Finn his jacket again. No. <laughs> just be like like basically Finn's supposed to say like I'm not a part of the resistance. I'm just here for Ray, which is kind of a plot point. Like you just learn more about Finn's character. But then fucking Poe is just like, "Hey man, you look cold. Let me get my jacket. Let me give for you, you another can. jacket. I it got tons you. of these. Hey man, space is cold. So bring po- a jacket. <laughs> can you name another movie franchise that's so popular where the movies inarguably get better when uh, not during the director's cut, but during like fan cuts where they just like shorten the movie to 40 minutes because they've done this which is uh, unbelievable that they do that so often with star wars topher grace did it with the prequels famously and then somebody i think you said just did it with uh, or maybe i read it online did it with uh the first awake yeah whatever the last one uh last jedi last jedi um where they cut down like 45 minutes and people watch it and they're like that's a better movie Mm -hmm. is there another franchise where you're where you could make that case where so much of it there's one what there's one if you if you do lord of the rings and you cut out frodo and his 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 bullshit shit, then it's like just nothing but epicness and yeah. not that Frodo his journey I mean don't get me wrong he's a brave dude it's but if Sam's you know the story, story I agree guts. we could get on the gas if you pedal know the story, and not spend so much skip time him and Sam on the ring yeah. looking for bread and following Gollum but, and but going su- back and forth but super big box, box office super popular movies The Dark Knight I guarantee you the director's cut where it's an extra hour long is people are like that's, that's the, the better, better movie yeah, totally. it just doesn't sell as many tickets totally. but if you cut out some scenes of The Dark Knight people are be like what the fuck? That was the, the best scene ever. On. 100%. Um, speaking of movies that I hope are five or six hours longs, long, longs, <laughs> God damn it. Um, the new trailer for Infinity War just came out. Yeah, looks freaking sweet. Marvel's just sweet orgy of madness. and <laughs> Avengers. I, Avengers, yeah. I, yeah. Would, I would watch it, I, I hope, like, in my mind, it's five hours long. It's one of those movies yeah. where, like, there's so many different characters, so many things going on. And the trailer, it looks like there's just so much happening. I would I would watch four hours of it. New trailer, though? A uh, bunch of cool shit. Yeah, so the trailer, just, a new trailer just got released this week. And just, you know, getting super mm-hmm. excited about it, all the different characters. I'm already trying to figure out who are going to be the groupings. Who, yeah. who, who are, How are they going to find a way to get everybody on screen? It's going to inevitably happen, or people are going to start pairing off. We're going to find It's going to have so many of those soft right. jokes just so people can make an appearance. And we're going to have mismatched characters who have to go off and do one thing. Like I saw in the, totally. the end of the trailer, uh, Spider-Man and Doctor Strange are having a funny back and forth. It's man and it's like, jelly, does it why, why are those two guys <laughs> ever together? What, yeah. what could they possibly You're be so talking right. about? There's going to be some great, like, we need someone to do this. Uh, who wants to do it? I'll do it. He'll do it. It's like, it's the Hulk and Ant-Man. Yeah. And there was another that was... Uh, <laughs> Is Buddy cop comedy. Groot, Rocket, because they're just a tandem. You can't break yeah. up those two. And uh, with Thor. So I'm just mm-hmm. thinking Sweet. after Ragnarok, that's going to be the team funny. team The boys right there. Just oh, roll no. on. You know what the other one's going to be? And uh, you can see it in the trailer a little bit. And I think it's going to be a big part of the movie is Tony Stark versus what's his name? Star-Lord. Star-Lord. Yeah. There's a bit of a power struggle there. And so I, here's my question to you guys. This is my biggest thing that I took from the trailer. It's like apparently Tony Stark says a plan. And then Star Lord. Does Star Lord have a real name? What's his name in the movie? Uh, yeah, it's he has a uh, name, right? Peter. Uh, Peter, sorry, Trill or something like that. Quill. Right. Quill, Quill, Quill. So Star Lord, Quill guy. He uh, is like, okay, I like your plan, but it's stupid and we shouldn't do it because it's terrible. And then Tony Stark's like, who's this guy? Like, what? What's going on? Who? I, I'm the planner. I, I make the plans. I honestly don't know who is the captain of this team between them two. It's got to be Tony Stark. So Tony Stark, yes, except the, as far as the scale. 
he has absolutely no idea what it is compared to Quill. So, by the way, Star-Lord. also, the other thought on this, because the third nominee for most screen time, as uh, our buddy Jack O'Malley, who's in town this weekend, told us, the director came out and said the majority of on-screen time goes to Thanos, who's the villain, That's and then huge. Thor, which made no sense to me. In my mind, Thor was going to be sent to the back of the bus the war just might be he's kind of the, he's the only one that's in both the space universe and the marvel earth universe you know Where what i mean like, god he knows everybody. yeah yeah you know, i right? feel like then uh what's her name zoe zaldana the green lady oh she'll be up there i bet she's she's four. she's a big time she's like the opening voice no, in the trailer sure. it starts with for her sure. yeah. i love that thanos is going to be in it that much because i love the movie should be about the bad guy we Play know it. the good guys the new movie each movie should be about this bad guy or whatever so like that's why the, what was the age of ultron but I he was pretty dope. I loved Ultron. So most like, people didn't, but I, I really did. I feel like most I of totally these movies are ruined by like what was the um, what was the last one we saw? I'm trying to think. What was the uh, Captain America: Civil War? No, the other Avengers one. Black Panther. What was the Avengers one where the, it ends up in at Thor with the? Oh, it was Ragnarok. Oh yeah, that movie was dope. That movie was dope. She was awesome. Like mm-hmm. the 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 lady. I don't even know her name, but Kate uh, Blanchett. Kate Blanchett. Yeah, she was dope. So I hope Thanos mm-hmm. is like the main. That's the focus. real. That's the, focus, yeah. that's the real separation between good superhero movies and bad superhero movies. Is if how cool, badass, scary is the villain? Yeah, yeah. have him actually be. A that's villain. why the Dark Knight we remember is the best movie ever because Heath Ledger's Joker was the best villain, not even close by far. Yeah. And that's why Spider-Man Three is also probably the second best because between the combination of Sandman, <laughs> Goblin, and and Topher Grace's uh, uh, scary guy. I mean, that, that, that's a three-headed monster for that's you. Three-headed monster, you can't stop that. You know, um, he's the only Spider-Man I didn't see in theaters. Moving on, uh, <laughs> last topic this weekend's box office. We talked about it a little bit last week. The new movies were Tomb Raider and uh, Love Simon. Mm-hmm. Tomb Raider shocked at the uh, box office. An absolute bracket buster. Lost out to Black Panther. Black Panther won King's. for the sixth weekend in a row. First time any movie's done that since Avatar, which was only eight years ago. That's nuts. Doesn't Avatar Avatar feel like it was, was 25 years, years ago? ago it was right? made before I was born. Right. Yeah. And, it's, and it's also crazy because <laughs> we're also eight. we're only eight years away from the Avatar sequel. That was <laughs> promised before the first movie came out. But holy shit, that was the big. I read this whole thing and I was like, eight James, years. James, come ago. run. Oh nice. my god! But so Black Panther still reigns supreme. And uh, it's like it just past like 600 million. It's freaking nuts. Tomb Raider disappointing 24 million. I thought it was going to do well. And I think it might have not done well because this was the worst weekend ever to open a movie because you had all of the awesome basketball games and mm-hmm. St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, true. Just a lot going on. People aren't really trying to. I thought it yeah, looked no one's good, going to the though. theater on St. Patty's you, Day. Yeah, no. No. I thought it looked good, though. So I'm surprised by that. The biggest surprise. I, I bet know, you it's huge for like Alcoholics Anonymous. Oh, huge. I bet you're like, Big we guy. have a. Get off the streets. A, we have a theater trip. Out of the bars, into the theaters. Yes. Yeah. That's, um, that's their chance. But <laughs> what's crazy is the movie that came in third mm-hmm. was an absolute shock. It beat out A Wrinkle in Time and Love, Simon. So Wrinkle in Time's second week and it beat it out. It's called I Can Only Imagine. Have you guys ever heard of this movie? I have not. And that's what's really, really, really crazy. Isn't this nuts? So this is kind of a Paddington 2 situation. Sort of a Paddington 2 scenario, <laughs> Henry. That's an Paddington astute comparison. esque it's called I Can Only Imagine, and it tells the story of Bart Miller, the leader of the Christian rock group Mercy Me, and his conception of his hit single, I Can Only Imagine, the best-selling Christian single of all time. Can I g- – give me a second. <laughs> They're barely going to be able to hear it in the microphone. No, so I got I just... the song queued up. All right. Do you guys want me to play it? Yeah, play I've it. never heard it. Let's get a few seconds of it, yeah. I've never heard it. You want me to throw it in the middle or at the beginning? 
Uh, throw me the part where it's like, wow, that's a dope song. I, I don't know. The okay, song then, well then, then just play it. If it sounds slow at the start, skip ahead like 15 seconds at a time until we get some real juice. You know what's funny is people can make fun of this song, but I guarantee you, like this, this is I I get jacked up with this song. <laughs> I actually was kind of disappointed. I thought it was gonna be an absolute jam. Maybe it is, and I'm just I don't know. Sort of like a do Haas type. Yeah. Jam. Ooh, it's real. God, I, I, I kind of misses an opportunity there. I wanted like him to take yeah. the roof let off. See, it. Let me see if he ever gets there. Well, here's you bring in the instruments. I think it's a lot of this. I think this is the tone <laughs> of it. I don't think it gets any bigger or lower. But so kind of just crazy. Dennis Quaid is in it. D Quaid, baby. D, D Quizzy plays the uh, drunk uh, father of the lead singer who uh, doesn't believe in his dreams and then changes his life around thanks to uh, all praise to God and then does believe in him and he makes it. <laughs> but I just am amazed this movie. A wrinkle in time. Second weekend. See you mm -hmm. later. So I, I just realized why, because when, when we looked at it, I didn't know what it was about. I thought it was about, it said it was about like a one hit wonder. Yeah, and, and it's a I, Christian one hit wonder. And I, we hadn't heard of it. And I was like, well, what? like Jesus. I was like, what the hell could this movie <laughs> be? Yeah. And I figured I was like, it's about something where there's a certain group that will all go in mass to see it. And I'm right. Christians. <laughs> Christians went and saw it. So there we go. That's the key. That's why that's why we're all dying for a passion sequel. That's why they're going to bring it to us. Dude. Christians go to the theaters. Passion, Does, Passion of the Christ 2, Desolation of Smog. It's going to be real. <laughs> Does D. Quaid ever sing in this movie? No, he's not a singer. Okay. <laughs> I, I, maybe like in church I excited, or something. I, I was excited know. to see it. Just, I can, I what was the movie you showed us the other day, Hen, with uh, Mark Wahlberg uh, trying to be oh, a rock, rock star? star? Rock star. With Mark Wahlberg, the most <laughs> forgotten movie of all time. Mark Wahlberg plays <laughs> a rock star. Him singing in church is the funniest thing Well, that's ever. how they found his gift. He was just in the church choir, and he absolutely <laughs> belted some Zeppelin, and they were like, here's your ticket, kid. Can here's I, your shot. Can I give you my I'm prediction of how scam. I can only imagine the movie plays out with Dennis Quaid's character? Give it to me. At first, he's unsupportive of his son. <laughs> and he and then he does he thinks uh his christian rock maybe he, you know what i bet you he's like kind of an atheist uh, he must be right? i was gonna go other way how do you not believe in your son's christian rock but dreams i, I was gonna go other way i thought he maybe thought his music was blasphemous and I, he's a hardcore whoa. christian i think at the end though there's Dewey a cox there's a climax where uh he has sort of like a come to jesus moment literally where he's like oh my god i am religious and my son can wail. And if I don't hop on right now on this this money train, yeah, I could be left behind he, forever. He, he buys a shirt in the album, and and I think at the <laughs> he end, buys a shirt in the album. And I think at the end, there's <laughs> like a there's like a really beautiful scene that is sort of the the crying scene where uh, Mercy Me's playing, and whoever son he is is they're on stage and they can't really see. They can't believe they sold out this entire uh gym at a church and and uh everybody's going People crazy going nuts. and the lights are nuts and then he looks down and in the front row is dennis oh, quaid wow. who's just crying it's just like august his rush son. and the funny thing is i'm like kind of making a joke about it right now but i'd cry during that scene oh too. it'd be great unbelievable pass the hat for eddie it's very comes, greatest game ever played it all yes. comes yeah. together it all comes together i did it for you a father's crying approval Always gets me. Oof. It always gets me. Oof. And that's America. That is America. Stamp it, baby. What's yeah. your uh, Murder in the City, that song? The second oh verse? My God. Oh, Ava my Brothers? God. Oh, my God. You want to get on my good side? Talk to me about some Ava. <laughs> and that is the Pool Boy Podcast. Short and sweet. Quick Man, one for Monday. That was a good one. Hey, follow us on Instagram, poolboy.comedy. Go to our website, www.poolboycomedy. We got something new coming out every day. New sketch 
on Wednesday. We got, uh, in lieu of Fresh Batch, this Tuesday, we have a extra couple episodes of Potheads. Double which, down, which baby. We'll be back on Thursday as well. And we got another Boy podcast on Wednesday and Friday. Good friggin' stuff. Let's go, Bones. Let's go, Bones.